Hello, listeners. Stop what you're doing. Enter the March Madness bracket pool. Link is in our Instagram bio and our Twitter bio. It's in a tweet we put out. It's probably also in the Instagram story still. Time to enter. 20 bucks per entry. Uh, winner gets 80% of the pot. Second place gets 20%. The winner also gets to come on the pod and talk whatever topic they want to talk. So join now. You have until Thursday morning. On today's podcast, the guys talk March Madness. We go through the entire bracket with our expert advice. Very well researched. Then we talk about the NFL free agency, how that's kicked off, and delve into some other free agency and draft stuff with the NFL. We also talk about if the salary cap didn't exist, who would get a billion dollars. Uh, we had to record the second half of this podcast twice. Um, our producer intern didn't hit the record button the first time, so sorry if it seems a little awkward in the second recording uh, of this podcast. I uh, hope you enjoy. Really, the Pac-12 was awesome. What's going to happen to Bill Wallen? You separate the art from the artist. Oh, no! <laughs> so transparent. You should never, ever do this to, like, now we're going to have Shaq and Ernie telling you, like, what you should be putting your money. <laughs> I guess the honor system isn't good enough for us. It's yeah, certainly no. not with this group. Oh, and Sean <laughs> went to go grab an angry soda. I don't like him. The locker room doesn't like him. Uh, he's just a loser. Well, George does just bring down the ethics of our podcast quite a bit. All of the money oh. is in me looking good. You're listening to the Loud and Uninformed Podcast. More like pseudo-residential out towards me, which is nice. It's like more walkable and there's more like bars and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then it's funny. I work in Bethesda. And it's exactly the same thing, just like Maryland version. You know, they have like their skyscrapers there. How's your commute? Maryland. Isn't it like an hour? Yeah, it's not That's bad. not bad. No, I like uh, a good portion of it is walking. And I always, I, I, I'm, I'm a footman, you know. It is it is nice to get the steps in. Always I need to get more step steps in. in. You like to move your own way. Yes, yes. I don't like, I don't like being... Uh, Using greenhouse gas by the rules of the road. I want to be able to, you know, I want to run in non-coming traffic. I want to, I want to ignore construction. Mm -hmm. Jeeb, you you don't got to worry about your room getting dark today. Daylight savings time has saved your issue. I know. This morning, I just didn't realize it was taking place. And my alarm goes off. I'm like, fuck, it feels early. And then the, like, usually the, the light comes in and didn't, so. It was, it was, yeah. Tough. I had to get, I had, when I got up this morning, no sun. Depressing. You boy? What? You sad boy. Yeah. No it was sun. a sad boy. Yeah. yeah. Most, uh, most people, including myself, I like sun after work. That's, that's yeah. when I like sun. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, I feel more motivated to go do something. And that's why I will be sitting at this screen on this free Zoom for the next <laughs> two hours of my life. <laughs> and it's gonna be pitch black when we're done we do it for you listeners do it for you guys all right just remember that <laughs> when, I, when be... I kill myself because of my seasonal effective depression <laughs> skyler could be volunteering right now <laughs> but instead he is recording this podcast <laughs> yeah i can be doing any number of things right now i could be getting my medical degree as somebody who has lived with Skyler and watched his time management, I can tell you that there are a lot of better things he could be doing. So, uh, just constantly, I think is is what you're saying, right? What? 
Like I could just at all times be be doing better things with my time. No, I was talking about during this what this Zoom call. Oh, really? I, 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 I gee, amount- based on our time living together, I I do not for the life of me know what you possibly could be referencing. That, <laughs> could, I, could I watch? Could I watch more episodes of Family Guy? Is that what you're? It, it was more sarcastic, but you could say the same thing about me because I'm not going to be doing anything productive either. Although I today, could. you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, this is probably the most charitable thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the opposite, guys. I don't take a breath if it isn't moving me forward towards success. That's smart. <laughs> I saw that on LinkedIn this morning. I'm just kidding. That dude, some <laughs> of the fucking LinkedIn posts, like these LinkedIn influencers are absolutely That's gonna be me one day. I don't know what that I don't know. I don't know who's making a buck off of that, but yeah. Seems easy enough. Hey, by the way, go like my LinkedIn certification that I just posted right before I came on this Zoom. Stop it, Sean. It's not <laughs> this is this is not the place. <laughs> no, self-promotion. That's that's what I made this for. Self-promotion. Yeah, th- this podcast is the embodiment of self-promotion. It's I, literally I, all I, it is. I want to have outside promotion. Go like my LinkedIn post because that's what the most important. You know, I passed. Pragmatic. Oh, and our listeners don't have jobs. Fundamentals. <laughs> I've mastered the fundamentals. There we go. I'm like Tim fundamentals. Duncan. I am Tim Duncan of project management now. <laughs> <laughs> fundamentals, because you would be mental if you didn't have a good time. Hey, that's a salesman right there. All right, all right. Why, why are we? Why are we talking about our, our real job? I don't know. Let's get into something important. <laughs> Sports. Yeah, come on. We gotta talk about what the people want. Um let's let's And let's, that's March Madness. Let's talk a little March Madness. I feel like so let's, let's talk I, a little Kennesaw State today. Hey before before we dive into it, I just want to say listeners, join our March Madness pool. It's live. If you need the link, it's on our Instagram and Twitter bios. It's also on the Instagram story. I'll keep reposting that every day. Uh twenty dollar entry Momo <laughs> at George Brandt. $20 per entry. You can put in as many entries. If you want to put in 10 entries, we'll let you do it for 200 bucks. <laughs> but and please yeah, Venmo me too. Account. Don't just make an account and make a bracket and not Venmo me. Now, are we giving out a cash prize or are we just keeping the cash and the only prize is that you're embezzling most of it? And then we're going to say, no, we it's 80% to the winner, 20% second place. We're, we're taking none center. of it. Zero no, we're, we're not that. taking any of it. Unfortunately, we didn't think that far ahead, Skyler. We should have been skimming off the top right from the get-go, but we didn't We didn't play this out well. But, this uh, has been the first instance of cash flow, Sean, whatsoever. But we will also, the winner, if they so choose, can come on an episode and talk whatever sports they want. And we will we will host them for a segment. I think I think that's a nice little prize, too. Better than the money. Yeah, better than the greenbacks. Um, okay. Anyway, March Madness. I filled out my bracket about thirty minutes ago. I don't want to spoil my winner, but do we want to? Do want to just go look at the regions and, and what are we? Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's have ourselves a chat. We want to start in the south. Sure, we can start. All right. So we got our one seed is Alabama. Uh, our two seed is Arizona. Our three seed is Baylor, and our four seed is UVA. We can uh, 
Let's just let's just. Are talk you gonna read that. all the scenes? Is that, is that no? The yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 no, no, no. We're just gonna read every scene and then not take, have any takes on it. No, and uh, great. Yeah. All right. So, all right. I think, match, I think a good way to say it is: Who are your favorites out of the thing, and what are some good upset picks that you have? Okay. Yeah. So, out of the south, I just think it's so easy for Alabama to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, they're the best team. I guess Houston is the title odds favorites, but Alabama's not far behind. And I just feel like there's nobody. I mean, Bob Huggins coached West Virginia is a good like coach, but their team's not that great. And then Arizona, you, Baylor. I, I think know. either of them can do it. GB like Arizona. I like Arizona a lot. Um, I I I don't think the SEC is as good as people think it is this year. Um and I'm going to fade Alabama pretty early on. Uh, I think they get past the winner of Maryland, West Virginia. I think UBA is a tough game for them. Um, but I think that either Baylor or Arizona or possibly even Creighton takes them down. I I, I think Creighton. Yeah, nobody's been talking about Creighton. Like they were top twenty. Well, Creighton was re- Creighton was was uh, had a really high high preseason ranking and then i think one of their better players got hurt and was hurt for a considerable amount of the season and he's back yeah so i think they might so, get it together yeah so, i uh that little cluster right there of the 5 12 4 13 i think college of charleston and Furman both have a good chance of getting out of there and that's always the problem you run into it into a bracket is then you go okay well now i have the 12 playing the 13 i gotta pick one of yeah. them to win and when inevitably it doesn't happen i've just screwed myself yeah, that's always a tough part. I did get asked by a listener why we think Furman is going to win it all. Really? <laughs> yeah. You want to know why? Because the Paladins are a are a hot shooting team. They don't turn the ball over. I mean, a, uh, they could be a sexy thirteen over four pick. You know, certainly. Yeah, and I hate you. Thirteen yet. over four yeah. last year. Right. It, it does happen. Yeah. Or were they a 12-5? I think we were 13. I think they were a 12. Uh, they were a 12-5, weren't they? I actually kind of like UVA in this uh in this draw. Like I like them to get to Alabama and who knows what happens there. Tony Bennett's a good coach. They grind games out, they keep it close, but they as do much all the mental stuff. What? As much as I don't like I don't really think I'm gonna root for Alabama, so to speak, in the tournament. I just I just think they have the best player in the country, baggage and yeah. all, and they're playing good basketball. So I, I, I just think they're going to come in hot and heavy. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I just don't. I, think I would definitely regional. agree with you that Alabama is the favorite to come out of this. I'll probably pick them to come out of it. But I do think that Arizona or Baylor have a have a solid chance. Yeah. The problem is nowadays is like I'm like. That Baylor team, they were just they just won the final, what, two years ago? And I'm like, yeah, yeah probably nobody from that team still on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> See, what I don't understand is why Matt Mayer transferred. I don't know if you remember when he was at Baylor, uh, when they won, uh, and he was on the team last year, and they transferred to Illinois, which to me it seems like a similar program. Uh in the For the league. listener, this is the guy who got caffeine poisoning. Yeah, 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 he drank too much Red Bull, like <laughs> Call of Duty or something. I don't think that's what it was. I think that was uh, 
I, I think he was doing some stimulants that he shouldn't have been doing. Had a bad experience. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Funny. I just you always think loud uninformed conspiracy. You always think the best of people. Um, well, too much yeah, monster so, is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was told at Baylor, like, "Hey, dude, your time's up. We're we're two He's years." Pretty good for them though. Like, I just can't imagine why. I don't know. Who knows? All right, do we want to head to the Midwest or do we want to head or do we want to head east? Let's go to the Midwest. Let's go to the Midwest. Um, Let's go pop over to the Midwest with tournament favorite Colgate. Ready to <laughs> Colgate, perennial NCAA tournament bid team, always the 15. What's going on with that? Yeah, I don't get it. I feel like once you make it and when and you're like a lower level Patriot League level team, if you make it like four out of five years, like Colgate probably has right at this point. Three in they, a row, yeah. They should like automatically get bumped to an eleven. <laughs> well, they were a fourteen, I think, for the last two years. I don't know what they've they haven't shown to to get to stay there because this is the year. Texas is a terrible draw. Texas is going to blow the doors their doors off. Texas yeah. might win the whole thing. Do you see them just outclass Kansas? What was that last night? Two nights ago? Yeah. Without Bill Self, like I don't know how much yeah. not having Bill like I would be all over Kansas again to repeat if Bill Self didn't pull a Chris Mooney, but um, pull a Chris Mooney. <laughs> uh, no disrespect to either of them. Hope, hope you're doing well, but it does sound like that's what happened. I mean, it was kind of a, a heart thing, just kind of suddenly yeah. Yeah. out of nowhere, and then, fortunately, it was yeah, found. never good. They, yeah. they both had procedures. That is fortunate. I mean, is is Bill Smith? Sorry, Bill Self announced that he's not coaching at all in the NCAA tournament. I mean, from I what know. I understand, it's a, it was like a full on heart attack. I I thought they announced it wasn't a heart attack. Maybe I don't know. They were being getting into uninformed, uninformed. uninformed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just um, think if it's anything to do with your heart, I think coaching March Madness is like the worst possible recovery activity. Is it bad oh, for your heart to get excited? Is that you're not to get, to get excited excitable? and yell for two hours every 40? Like it's Jeep. I don't disagree with good? science. I just think these guys are nuts and Bill Self. Joe, you know we don't do enough of on this podcast or medical takes, medical speculation. We should. We should. Yeah, medical Jeep. speculation. We should do more of that. Jeep, you're you're now our on-air doctor. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I put a band-aid on his heart and get back in there, Bill Self. Like, don't be a pussy. Jeep or MD. No, this is another one with an interesting 15, or, uh, 12, 13. Kent State, very exciting team. Drake, I'm picking Drake over Miami for sure. Me too. I wish Kent State was against Indiana, though, because I love Trace Jackson Davis, and I don't know if I would pick against him, which is sad. So this was my region where I was just like, I kind of like a lot of upsets here. Um, yeah. So I picked Drake, which I'm afraid too many people are going to pick Drake, and then they're automatically going to lose. I also Yeah, that, that, is how, that is how, what happens. Yeah, and then uh, I also picked Kent State. <laughs> So I like a 12-13 in this region. That was um, the 12-13, and then when neither of them happen, you're yeah. screwed. But I also – I think really uh, Penn State poking around down there. Yeah, I mean, like a 7 is never that big of a risk because it's like then they have to play the two. So I kind of like yeah. picking the 10 in the 7-10 because it's like, oh, I got that one right. Um, but yeah, yeah. if you don't, it's like, <laughs> oh, whatever, they're losing the next round. But um, 
I really like Pitt as well, and they got put in the first four play-in. So, so I actually have Pitt going to the they, Sweet 16. I wow. also I, – I don't have wow. – I have the uh, – I do have Mississippi State going to the Sweet 16 too. But I, I, well, do I guess you don't actually have to. That's the same thing as Sean, right? You don't have to actually make. I have decision. the same thing as Sean, but I think it's going to be Mississippi State. Is what I'm trying to communicate. Like I, I, yeah, I, uh, Iowa State is not a very good team. Um, I think that they got the the Big Twelve bump in the seating. So they're really good. I, I, um, I'm inclined to agree with you guys. Yeah, I mean, I do think it's funny that the brackets don't make you choose between Mississippi State and Pitt. It's just like you can ride both teams to. <laughs> all the way through. I like that a lot. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> I I love picking one of the, and they always they one of those teams always does well. One of the play in eleven teams always does does well. That was like Syracuse that one year made the final four as an eleven play in team. The final four as a play in team. Like yeah, it, it has happened multiple times. I don't. It's I. Do oh, you yeah. guys Hey, Bill is during the selection show is like all all upset because they make two eleven seed teams do a first four play in. It should just be the 16s i think it's the opposite i think it should just be 11s just make it the 11s i think that's too because the 16 and 15 is usually reserved for that colgate (laughs) level team (laughs) (laughs) it would force them it would force them lower no it would do the opposite it would buoy them you would have more automatic ones they'd be they'd be a 14 no i mean like you're an auto bid you shouldn't have to play to get in stupid make the make the 11 seeds play Right, yeah. they're the they're the at larges most likely. So yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, who do you guys have coming out of here? Houston, we have no problems. Texas. See, I'm saying I'm taking the best team in Texas. Texas. That's I agree with you. Best team in Texas. I do. It's going to be very interesting because Houston will be in the Big Twelve next year, and Texas will still be in the Big Twelve. And I'm sure I can't imagine they love each other too much. I mean, I, I guess they don't have a historical rivalry, but like it's probably a little bit of bad blood. And they're both from Texas. So it'll be interesting to see if they don't get upset. Yeah, this honestly looks like like one of the easier sides of the bracket right now. I don't see a whole lot of stuff standing in the way for Houston and Texas. It seemed to be on a collision course there, but I mean, you could, get a, you could get a weird one with like Texas has to play Texas A and M, and then it's two Texas schools, and these kids know each other, and da da da. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, crazy yeah, stuff yeah. can happen. Tend to agree. But um, I don't think like are you guys gonna have Xavier playing Texas in the Sweet Sixteen? It doesn't sound like it. Nope. So yeah. it seems like have, they might have a. I have either Mississippi State or Pitt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's let's head to the East. All right. So Marquette, I love Marquette. Everybody's sure. doubted them. They just win and win and win. And I think Shaka Smart's a good coach. We talked about it in the past. He's had some unlucky breaks at Texas. He was good at VCU. I don't think this region, it has some blue blood names, but not necessarily blue blood quality. And the one seeds Purdue, who I think is a who is who is just not a true one seed at heart. You can't win with a seven foot four guy. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that lot. 
Man, this looks like Duke's side of the bracket to lose. I they I think that they even as a five seed are the most talented team out of every team on this side, which is pretty pretty ridiculous. And they're nope. streaking right now. They're playing incredibly well. You have to remember it's John Shire's first year. They struggled early. Clearly, he's found good form. I mean, I'm gonna have Duke coming out of this side for sure. But it's gonna suck when Oral Roberts beats them because they're nasty. So if Duke gets to the final four, do you think Coach K claims it? Yeah, yeah. He's going to come back and be like, not yet, young blood. You can't do this. <laughs> Has Coach K been been around the program much? I don't know. I know he's been going around other places. Like I've seen him at – he went to an NBA game. but He said oh, like – I was like, I don't think I've seen him since he retired. <laughs> I already was hanging out with John ja Morant in Denver. I don't know what they were doing, but uh... – <laughs> uh... Uh, the John Morant thing just keeps spiraling, but like now kind of better for John Morant. I don't well, know. Well, <laughs> the picture is my God. Hilarious. I mean, that's, that's hilarious. Is like, and Stephen A tweeted like right afterwards and he was like, Why would anybody go to this strip club now? And I was like, Thank you, Stephen A, for bringing attention to the important things in this case is that this strip <laughs> club is making poor business decisions by releasing this. It was a poor business decision by it, but like it was, it was. I'm also kind of like, what do you think happens when an NBA player goes to a strip club? Yeah, I'm like, it looks like a pretty normal strip club scene. As far as strip club visits go, that was pretty wholesome. Like, what, what? what (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You got dropped by Powerade. Sad. Yeah. Did he really? Mm. He's only going to be making forty million dollars a year. Eight years of his career, I'm sure he'll. They picked up Mr. Rogers. That's who they. That's who they want. Gilbert Arenas said he's a he's a great charitable <laughs> man to the local community. <laughs> um, All so... right, so the East seems pretty open and shut. Sean wants more. Duke, Jeeb, what do you think? I I do like Duke to do pretty well. I think Purdue loses to Memphis. I think Memphis is going to. They have the athleticism to hang with them, uh, and then I think Duke beats. That's going to be a popular pick. I think. Yeah, I, I think it probably will be, unfortunately. I like Marquette to get out of the first round unscathed, but then I really like Michigan State. Mm. Uh, I also I, I like I probably, hate Michigan State. <laughs> no, I, I think Izzo in March, you don't want to go against him. Uh when's the last like, time Izzo was good in March? Seriously. Name the last time. Uh it's it just I know he's aging, actually. Go for it. Look it up. Tell me not the last since, time he did well. COVID, they don't have 20 not, wins. Not I'm since pretty COVID. sure that's a, they are a 19-win team. Got a seven seed. Yeah, 19 wins. Ridiculous. Colgate right. should get the seven. Yeah, Colgate should be at seven. Well, Colgate I has just, 26 wins. Huh, let's do some math here. Okay. What's bigger, 26 or 19? All right. Um, I really like Kansas State to come out of this side. Oh. They are, I like that. That's my team. Like that. That's uh, Keontae Johnson, team of destiny. Absolutely. They do have a nice path. I will give them that. They do. Yeah. Especially Montana. if Purdue gets knocked out. Bozeman. Yeah. Montana Shout State. Out Kentucky, you know, they could live up and make the Final Four with all their talent, but they could also just stink. I think Providence <laughs> so. wins that. I think Providence is a really good team. They haven't been as good. Uh, coming down the stretch, but Ed Cooley will get his shit together. Jared Bynum. I don't know. They were pretty amazing last year when they knocked out the Richmond Spiders. I mean, it was it was. <laughs> I mean, they forty piece. We beat Iowa, and then they forty piece. Was it forty? 
30. They, they beat us behind handedly. So, all right, should we take a uh, quick commercial break before we go into the West? Yes. Yeah. I, I was just telling Skyler my fault. I apologize. So, for the listeners, I just, Jeeb did just start recording. You recorded, right? Oh, yeah. oh he recorded the second he got in the call. <laughs> All right, good, good. Um, we recorded a whole half of an episode, so not the end of the world. But our our production intern, a.k.a. George Brandt, didn't record. So hey, None of us noticed. It's everyone's fault. It was a first draft, and honestly, it was a little rusty. At least on but my I'll tell part. you, I just had to stop an episode of White Lotus halfway through, and I'm about to lose my marbles. All I'm going to say is that I kind of agree with Jeeb. Maybe it wasn't the best, that, that episode, but we now have a Lost Archives episode. If any listener wants to go data mine. <laughs> yeah, it's the true. In the servers <laughs> to get to the <laughs> The Lost episode of Loud and Uninformed, it's out there on the databases somewhere. We know they record no, even when you don't. Don't, don't go looking through our computer data, please. Yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good recipe. Yeah, mine's leave safe. it. Mine's safe because I use Jack Carney's computer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but luckily for the viewers, uh, listeners, when we last did this, uh, it wasn't very good. So we're gonna do it again, and it's gonna be a lot better this time because Sean wrote down some ideas. And by wrote down some ideas, I made dinner, played FIFA Ultimate Team, got enough coins to buy Killian Mbappe for the first time, which That's is really sick. impressive, and didn't write down any notes. But we'll 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 make it through it anyway. <laughs> In fact, uh, I think where we left off was talking about one of the regions of March. So I do now. remember that the region that we needed to pick up on, if I can pull it up here, was the West, and then we need to go back through our final four. But for the listeners, mm. this will be the first time. So since then, I also read a Barstool article that said that this was the region of death. Mm. With This is this is like UCLA, Gonzaga, Kansas, right? Wouldn't that be the <laughs> south of Alabama? <laughs> but <I'm-> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. I agree that this is the <laughs> toughest region. Yeah, I do too. Sean was making a Sean was making a a a. a oh, I did. I I just right over my head. I I just not putting it together. I thought that you were con- I thought you were contributing to the comedic silence that I must say I held on to as long as I could have. Um, no, this this region has a lot of good teams, but when I look at it, if Bill Self isn't the head coach of Kansas, I'm not too confident in them. Sure. Yeah. Something that we didn't know earlier when we recorded this, and we still don't. Yeah. St. Mary's, I like, but again, they're a mid-major, and they got a tough road with Rick Bettino possibly coming out of the 13 seed. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it is just UConn, that's still a tough opponent. Um, and then Gonzaga's in there, which for this is the year I like them. Going based solely off of the fact, like they have good talent, but also nobody else does. So that is true. I'm I'm riding Gonzaga out of this region. Has Drew Timmy won a national player of the year? No. No. I know he's no. gotten his casino deal. <laughs> Advertising like Indian reservation casinos in Washington. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. That's what I am. Good for true Timmy. Um, no, just looking through this region, I mean, UCLA's the two who they're now banged up. I don't really trust them. Again, like I said, Kansas, Bill Self, I don't really trust them. St. Mary's is good, but Gonzaga's better than St. Mary's, as has been proven a time and time again. You're just talking about how good the rest of the side of the bracket is. That just feeds into what I just said. No, no, I agree with you. It's a good side, but I'm saying, like, I'm just justifying my pick for Gonzaga out of here. I don't know what you guys think. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm picking UCLA, but I can see it going Gonzaga. It's just like, I don't know, big men in basketball these days. Jaime Hawkwes is still – he's still good, right? Still a hooper, yeah. But, uh, Tiger had, Campbell, I'd call maybe the best point guard in the in college. Perhaps. Uh, with his silly hair. He does have ridiculous hair. Yeah. It's not ridiculous. It's Him and uh, – what's the guy's name who was at the center of Rick Pitino getting fired? Um, Brian Bosworth? No. Brian Definitely Bob. not Brian Bosworth. Uh, I don't know. Jackson and Brian. He went Bob. to Lalamere. I okay, but he had ridiculous hair as well. Huh? Quan Ford? No. Hmm. Couldn't tell you that. All right. So Skylar's UCLA Jeep. Who do you have coming out? Um, I think I had TCU. You sure did. Ooh. I mean, it's a spicy pick, but. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You're, I think I saw something that like every single year, except for one in the last 20, there's been a seed that's five or lower that makes the final four or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So, and then it's like one and two seats. Yeah. Asheville, baby. So if you can nail that one and get the other one and two seats that make it, like, I mean, I think they're the most like of the, Above the five seeds, I think they're the most competitive. Maybe them or Kentucky, but yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. I don't love Kentucky this year. Creighton's a six too. Yeah, I'd still take TCU over Creighton, but Creighton's good too. Yeah, Big East stand. All right, talking about all-time lows, I have Alabama winning my bracket. Um. Separate the art from the artist, am I right? Yeah, I have Alabama topping Marquette on one side of the region and Houston topping Gonzaga. I'm very boring. I have the two title favorites facing off in Houston. Oh, the Final Four is in Houston. That'd oh, my cool. God. Oh, I didn't even realize um, that. So, I have Alabama winning in Houston against Houston. All right, Jeeb, hit it. I have Kansas State beating Arizona. And then I have TCU beating Texas. So, and then I have Kansas State winning it all. I think I'm a little Big 12 heavy, and I might change something. Probably the first time ever that two purples have faced off in the national championship. Purples, yeah. Northwestern. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Alabama beating Duke in the semis and Texas beating UCLA. And then Texas winning it all. Still very preliminary. Could change. Fluid situation, but hook them. Hook them. Um, yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't dislike the pick, except for the fact that they have an interim coach. Interim coach? He's barely interim at this point. Chris Beard's been out like the whole season. Mm-hmm.
football. football. <laughs> we're done. We're done with basketball. Basketball's over. Okay. First day of free agency hit the markets today. Yeah. Um, a lot of news broke. I'm sure it's going to continue to break into the evening, into the night. Um, who do you think were the first big winners so far in free agency? So the Titans got uh, an offensive tackle uh, in the first <laughs> first accidental recording. Sean was checking Twitter, and he happened to come across the Eagles' backup offensive tackle. Uh, the Titans signed him, and the Titans needed an offensive tackle. And I did some research, and the reason he wasn't on the field as much as was injury concerns, which is not great, but – you know, at least he's got a little bit of potential. So hopefully he doesn't suck. He's undoubtedly already better than what we had. So I don't think he's that bad. It just the, the truth is Jordan Mailata was in front of him at the Eagles. Yeah. Near left tackle. And Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard did lose the position battle for him because Andre Dillard was drafted in the first round. Yeah. To take that spot and lost to Mailata, who six eight. 380 pound rugby player Dude, moves people. tackle like he's a beast so I, I think it's a good pickup for you guys um definitely would have enjoyed if we had kept him but the uh the broncos have been making a couple of splashy moves on top of signing sean's dear friend mike mcglinchy um they also took yeah. alex singleton from the eagles and they just signed zach allen to a big deal the dn from the cardinals who had a great season yeah. They are throwing cash around and Jared Stidham as long as we're keeping track. No, I mean that's those are good moves for the Broncos. Um can they be competitive? Happy for Mike. Yes. Uh, I don't I mean they have to, it was Sean Payton as the coach, and if they go to like how Seattle used Russ play action and running the ball first and then letting Russ cook only when necessary, <laughs> I think that's that's probably good offensive game plan, and if they're they're teaming up for that, I think they could be good. I think the Bears made some good moves. Bears um, made some great moves. Beefed up their Bears their made a big back. move. Yeah, traded back. True with the trade too. Um, losers from the first day of free agency, my dear Eagles, are just getting gutted. I mean, no, I Har- Hargrave's got to go. Kelsey did announce that he's coming back another year, which was huge. So. Little victory, but then also we've lost two linebackers, and looks like more is going to come. We lost Marcus Epps too, who's a safety. So, for uh, for all those Patriots fan listeners, the many of them, um, we got some good re-signings, but no splash. Need some splash. Give us DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, football gods! Is that a <laughs> possibility? Need a receiver, and that is a. Uh... DeAndre Hopkins and Bill Belichick have always been fans of each other, so there's constant chatter on the Patriots' uh, fan sites. But as always, it's funny. The two teams that I like are the teams that always get linked to big free agents and then just miss them. It's kind of sad. My my social media feed is just like mostly screenshot jerseys. (laughs) It's edits. (laughs) Yeah, just edited jerseys. I remember the summer where it was like KD, Zion, and Kyrie all in Knicks jerseys. Throwing Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's just been one large disappointment. I think the only person we've ever really landed was was, uh, Randy Moss. Was really the only big one. And then just nothing. And it works a little bit. 
Um, I feel like the Knicks are the only fan base that can lose a playoff series to a player and then instantly think that player will then come join the Knicks the next Well, of course they will. Who doesn't want to play in the Mecca? (laughs) Apparently, Warriors can do that too, apparently. Yeah. No. Right, no, I got that wrong. Never mind. Got that wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the trade back. Um, our dear friend Jamie Tyler, big Panthers fan, wanted to wanted us to Hi, talk Jamie. about the trade back, and I'm happy to. Uh, what are your thoughts? You think the Panthers won this trade, lost this trade? I think they uh, did what needed to be done. They keep making unserious moves at quarterback, and they decided, you know, we're going to control our own destiny, get ourselves in a spot where we can have who we want. So I don't know if I don't know if this means that they're actually sold on one guy. If they are, it seems like it seems like it's pointing towards it being CJ Stroud. But um, yeah, I like the move. I think you give up what you got to give up. And if you're the Bears, I like the move too. Win win. Yeah, better for the Bears. I get why the Panthers did it. It's just I is CJ Stroud. If that's who they're going to draft at one, is he? that generational that you're going to trade. I think that you have Frank Reich. So I think that you, I think that that you are confident that you have a situation where you can nurture somebody with the skills to be nurtured. So I think you have that half of the checklist checked. And then I think the second piece is that if they just see a prospect that they like, you know, as much as, as a number one quarterback off the board. And I think that they do. Um, we talked about this on the last one that we lost, but we'll talk about it again. Uh, I like all top three of the guys. I don't think that you really need to, to get super picky and and pick one. I think Frank Reich is a very good quarterback developer. Um, and I think whoever they pick, there's a good chance that he's, he's very good. So, um, there's been rumors of them trading back to and recollecting some of those assets and maybe letting other people control the board, but I like the move. Get who you need to get. But wouldn't that just help the theory that they were at nine, right? Yeah, they jump like a couple spots and then get one of those three guys. They could have, yeah, but I think that there's also a world where they don't move quick enough and those spots get gobbled up and the prices go up a lot higher. Um, I think the fact that they they went out and made the deal, I think that's good. Yeah, um, it'll be tough not having their first next year when I think they'll probably stink this year no matter what. Yeah, and they'll have to find a replacement for DJ Moore, who's a good playmaker. Yep. And for the Bears, now they don't have to draft a first-round wide receiver. Um, I will say, I mean, it's it's the thing with all trades, whether they're the NBA, MLB, or anything that has draft assets in it. The trade can look like a haul, but if your front office can't draft, yeah, then it doesn't matter. And so the Bears have put themselves in the right place, and now they got a hit on like three or four of these. <laughs> and football is such a sport about like money, like the cap matters so much. And realistically, you can build a team a couple of different ways. It doesn't need to be through the draft. It makes it a lot easier if you get pricey people in the draft and keep them cheap. But I mean, it's not like the Panthers can't go out and pay somebody. So if they need to go get Jacoby Myers or whoever's on the market that they like and over the next two or three years start stocking the cabinet with weapons, I mean, it's super doable. You don't necessarily need those picks to be doing that. So I don't know. I like it. I like going out and getting your guy. Ten years from now, if if they get the right guy, we will talk about how this was a great trade. But that's kind of what you uh, And that's the truth, too. Um 
it's just interesting. I think the Bears' whole project is what they're doing in free agency and with the draft picks. Really interesting. If these if things fall their way, they could be a very dominant team. Especially given that the rest of the NFC North, it's funny, the tides are turning. The Vikings and the uh, Packers are on the downswing, and the Bears and Lions seem to be on the upswing. Yeah, what about Rodgers to the Jets? Do you think he's to the Jets or retired? Because I don't think he's playing for the Packers next year. I think he's to the Jets, and I think on paper it looks fantastic, but this it's starting to feel more and more like a Kyrie situation where it's just like this isn't gonna work <laughs> so between like, our- i don't care i don't care how 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 cool the edits are like this is just yeah. not gonna work out. between our failed recording attempt and our successful recording attempt i talked jets <laughs> and i i am on the i'm on the side of he is not worth it what's he gonna do he's gonna play for two more years maximum and is he like, do the jet? I think the Jets do have the pieces uh, where that yeah. type of deal could work, but it's really Super Bowl or bust. And you're giving yeah. up two first rounders. I mean, they've, they've said they wanted two first rounders, although Luke thinks. No, I thought it was they, one second. I thought it was going for like a ludicrously low haul. I think well, that's what Luke thinks it is. Wonder, Last I heard, it was two firsts. I wonder how much contract they would have to eat because this is the big thing here. It's how much of the contract are the Jets going to take on and the Packers are going to get off their books. Either way, I totally get why you would do it if you're the Jets. I think if you're the Jets, you say, like, we have some of the best players in the league on, like, some of the best players in their position in the league on rookie deals. Like, you are not going to get a lot cheaper than they are right now. If any team can afford, like, a two-year rental at quarterback and really make a run for it, I think it's the Jets. I would do it. I love the idea. For, like, if it is two firsts, that's if it's a lot. two firsts for the honor of paying a forty-year-old fifty million dollars, then I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how thrilled I would be. But I thought that it was for a single second, and like Sean mentioned, that the Jets were just going to eat a ludicrous amount of money, and I'd be cool with that. That that sounds much yeah. better. I mean, it's New York. It's a big market. Like, I don't... huge market to, would totally be worth it. I think it'd be fun if the Jets were good. They were. They're always a laughing stock. And this is coming from a Patriots fan. Like, it, I, even if they'd be good in the AFC East, it's always fun when New York is good at stuff because then people get into it. It's fun. You have a new Broadway Joe. It's Broadway Aaron Rodgers. I can live without New York ever being good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of the other quarterback, Lamar situation. Hmm. I don't know why the commanders aren't going for him. Two first is cheap. Deshaun was three first. Stafford was two first. The list goes on and on. Two first is cheap for Lamar. Somebody do it. <laughs> I, no, don't I agree with you. I don't think, like, other than the commanders, who we mentioned earlier, they're going through uh, the, the sale of the yeah. team, like – there just isn't a team that's in a position to do like a bunch of Titans fans. You go on the internet and Titans fans want Lamar. They want Aaron Rodgers, And like, I wouldn't absolutely hate the idea of getting Lamar, but two firsts is a lot to give up for him. And we also what about like Falcons heartbeat. The Panthers could have explored it before they did this. Anything, Gee, really. If you, so this is interesting. Where do you rank Lamar out of the quarterbacks in the NFL? Uh, I mean, as a pure talent, like for one year. For quarterbacks. No, I'm just saying quarterbacks right in the NFL. Give me your top 10 because Lamar's got to be in there. 
he's definitely top 10. And I, I used to be a Lamar hater and I, I tried to discredit him and I, I've changed, I've changed my, <laughs> but um, you know, I think he's five. I think it, it depends on how, like going forward, like how many years does he have left? He's already, we're already starting to see the knee thing. You know, I, I I've always said, I, I'm afraid he's going to get injured and he did get injured this year. Nothing. It wasn't. Like, that is what the the huge concern is, is that you go out and you commit literally like a third of your cap space to somebody. And then if he just can't stay it. healthy, which he's proven he has issues with, then you've really handicapped yourself for kind of forever. And I understand that part. I, I get that his contract is a is a tough negotiation and he doesn't seem to be budging at all. Um, But I just think you look at the history of having a franchise quarterback and not having a franchise quarterback and time and time again it is just proven that the franchise quarterback is well worth it and two first is so cheap for a franchise guy who has but no, i think it. you look at yeah. uh, you look at a team like the the like i saw a rumor about the dolphins uh, you see a rumor about the falcons whatever if you go if you end up doing this you're putting all of your eggs in this potentially fragile basket and you're just blowing up everything that you've tried to start building over the last couple of years. Like if you're the Falcons, I feel like you you finally feel like you're starting to get the bedrock of like a legitimate team post Matt Ryan. Like there's finally some pieces in there that make sense. They just signed a bunch of people. And now now if you go for Lamar and he gets hurt or whatever, he can't play, blah, blah, blah. You've you've hampered yourself for the next decade. You can't do anything. I know. If and you're the Dolphins, of- you're right there. You know, you looked really good with Tua, and then Tua got hurt. You go, oh, do we really want to like sell all of our assets for another guy that might be hurt? Like, I get it. I'm in your. I agree with you. I would take it in a heartbeat because I think that I would bet on him staying healthy, and I would invest a lot of money in making sure he stayed healthy. But I think you also <laughs> another issue with Lamar is that you have to design, you have to have like a very specific offense around him. It's not that hard though. That's, that's necessarily true. I, th- I think it's pretty true. I think it just happened in, in, in Baltimore, but I think you could run like the normal, typical read option, like the kind of stuff that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes run. I think he could do all of that. He's a he's, he's fantastic arm talent. I think Philly, you need a really good offensive line and you need like a pretty good tight end. The Eagles I, I think that's just a projection of what he currently has. I think that that lacks the uh, creativity to think about what one of the m- most incredible athletes at the position that we've ever seen can only thrive in the one offense that we've seen him in. I just disagree with that. And not to mention, even if they have to change it somewhat, and by change it, I mean just put in plays that like allow him to be more creative. <laughs> yeah. Just think of all the transitions and like. Eagles went from Kevin Cobb to Michael Vick mid mid season. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's not the first time that a super athletic guy came in that you think would need a certain type of offense to throw. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, G. That you definitely you wouldn't want to just chuck him into like a pro style offense, but I don't think anyone would. Like, I mean, this is 2023. I would get it if it's like 10 years ago and we were still riding the kind of like Peyton Manning high. That oh, that's that's the best guy we'll ever see, but. Now, like in this era, it just seems like there's such a an Alex emphasis Smith, put on nobility. You know what? Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. Like. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I heard I heard a rumor about the Niners going all in on on Lamar, and I was thinking, if you have to give up your first, is it your first from this year and next year? 
I don't know. It, I think it's your next two. So whatever you have. Okay. Because in the that Niners, case, the, the team that had a really high first round pick this year. Yeah. More inclined to do it. I mean, I think so. Yeah. If you, like, I think like the Dolphins are an interesting one because if you put Lamar in there, nasty. Uh, Lamar nasty. and Tyree Kill, are you kidding me? And yeah. Jalen Waddle, that would be so much fun. That'd be so I, much. Fun. And I get these are all theoretical, and we're not the ones paying the players. We're not the billionaires making uh, for the Dolphins. I'll, I'll let Stephen Ross blow all your money. Do it. But I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's well worth it. Um, I think if you're owning an NFL team and you're getting uh getting tight about the payroll, it's time to sell, buddy. All right, some people want their teams to be competitive. I, I kind of wish sometimes that the NFL just every five years was just like, all right, cap doesn't matter this season. Let's just have a <laughs> year where no, <laughs> have a fucking year. Nobody can would not be a able long-term to contract. You can only give out one-year contracts. <laughs> Man, I uh, <laughs> what teams I, would? I mean, the Panthers would would benefit greatly. The Rams, the Rams would benefit a lot. Yeah. If it was like baseball, what would Patrick Mahomes get in terms of money? Because he would get a hundred mil. Jerry Jones. I don't would know. Get I think he. Mil. You mean like you mean right 400. now? Four hundred. I'm talking like. He he might get the first billion dollar contract from a franchise if there was oh, no. Cap. Oh, stop it! He's got a four hundred million dollar contract right now with the cap. No, I know. I do you think the cap would change? I think if like there that? was no cap, it would be like baseball, and he would be have like a ten year one million dollar contract. Yeah, but the... <laughs> yeah, but baseball players don't make that much money. Because baseball doesn't make as much money as the NFL. Oh, NFL. So you're saying that in this world, they both have MLB contracts, but they're still beholden to. Right. Because the NFL makes way more money than the MLB. Sure. It's it's the biggest sports league in the world in terms of revenue. And if you could pay the players adequately, like without the cap, I think Patrick Mahomes would have an argument for, I need a billion dollar contract over 10 seasons. Yeah, I can probably see that. And running backs would still only get three million over three years. <laughs> but I mean, do you think there'd be any other players that would that would come close to the billion dollar threshold? Well, I think what would be interesting about not having a salary cap is that the uh, you you would set precedent deals like that pretty quickly, and I think it would just accelerate because if Patrick Mahomes is worth a billion, and, and Deshaun Watson gets like five billion, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously, when Joe Burrow's bill comes due, it's like right, do you pay him a billion because he's similar, and that's what the market's set at. Or if you don't, someone else will come by and pay him a billion. I, think I mean, that's, the, that's the baseball issue where there's only like six teams that have that amount of money to pay people. Yeah. So. Well, that's what we were saying. It's like, oh, okay, everyone would just go to the Panthers or the Rams. Which as a Phillies fan is really fun because we're one of the six teams that can pay people like that. Um, but I get who how it's fun. Harper and Trey Turner. No, who owns the Phillies? owns them? Oh, the uh, Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all beat us, so I can't say anything. Okay, sorry. John, oh yeah, Middleton, Middleton, right? What did he yeah. do? 
he he loves to uh, spend his money on Philadelphia Phillies. No, but uh, how do you make the money? It's pretty cool. It's a good question. I think his dad went to my high school or something way back in the day. And that's why he's so rich? He went to Harvard. Harvard. Oh, so that's why he's so rich. Uh, I might have gotten into Harvard because... If only I studied a little more. He bought a 15% stake in the Phillies for $18 million in 1994. Wow. <laughs> he only 15% of it? No, I think I'm guessing he started to buy more, but that's crazy. That's such a low price to get in. But, like, okay, what about others? Well, what about LeBron? How much do you think LeBron would have ever gotten a billion-dollar contract? Because you could say, like, LeBron, here's 15 years, $1 billion. Yeah, the NBA is so well-regulated with contracts. It's pretty yeah. funny. But, yeah, yeah, he probably would have gotten a billion over 10, 15 years. I could have seen good because they're also so young when they come in and their first contracts are when they're like 20. But I have to imagine that the NB that the MLB contracts are actually a, a, a fairly reasonable comp for what you could pay a pro athlete reasonably. Because I don't think the issue is how much money it's necessarily bringing in. I think if the issue is like how much how much they really can afford for payroll. Yeah, I kind of disagree because you look at hockey and hockey players get paid jack all like they get no money because their league doesn't make that much money i'm not necessarily saying that i'm saying like it when you because they have a salary cap too i'm saying when you compare to a sport like baseball and you're seeing all these players making like 40 50 million and those are like the crazy outliers i think Hmm. that you could extrapolate it a little bit for a sport making more money like football but then i think at a certain point like when you're paying somebody a hundred million dollars a year it gets to the point where you're like can we i don't even know if anyone can afford that for one and, and i mean the cap is made up because they divide the revenue by 32 and then like take a percentage of that yeah so that's how the cap's made so yeah maybe in a way you're like but i'm saying you stretch these contracts out like baseball too where it's like no yeah hey listen i totally agree i i think that the money would be a lot more but a billion is uh is pretty pretty wild because that would be over. What's the what's the biggest for baseball? Four hundred. I think it's five. It's five hundred. I think Machado just reset it, right? Did he? So it it'd have to be double that, which is pretty. Trout cool. had it beforehand. How much is Harper making? Thirteen. She's like thirteen three something. It's actually like a only like in the top thirty of per year pay. It's awesome for the Phillies. <laughs> Uh, let me largest contracts. Trey Turner took a pay cut too. Yeah, but then you have like ML- MLB is also weird because you have like Verlander making the most per year out of anybody in the league because he signs like two year deals. Um, Fernando Tatis signed fourteen for three forty, Machado eleven for three fifty. So it's also how long? Yeah, Sprout twelve for four twenty six. Yeah. Woof. Turner's 11 for 300. Mookie Betts, 12 for 365. So these contracts are just beefy. Harper was 13 for 330. Yeah. That Trout- so like if you're, if you're LeBron or you're Patrick Mahomes, you could get like, you know, 15 for seven, 750 or something. Yeah. But a billion yeah. is a lot. I know. And a, a billion is a lot. But I think the NFL, that could be the lead. You get close. You can get close. So, I mean, what Messi was making like six hundred and eighty million over three years. No was way. It... Yeah, his contract was dumb at Barcelona. Because they get paid by the week. Every time I see those, I'm like, oh man, that'd be nice. 
they also play so much soccer. <laughs> I know. I know. Clearly it's good for you. It's like jogging. It's great. Um good yeah, cardio master. Trying to find out how long it was, but he had a six hundred and seventy-four million dollar contract. No way that was over three years. Well, that was the thing. It bankrupt the club. <laughs> <laughs> Did it really? Like COVID hit and then they lost all that revenue and they no longer could pay anybody. So that's why Messi had to leave Barcelona. Um, or he could have just taken a pay cut. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can end it here. Our, oh, also, Messi's contract was only four years long. <laughs> that's insane. Wow. It was like a million a year. Um, but all right. I think we're going to wrap it here. Um, <laughs> sorry if the energy came a little low. This is our second time through this tonight. Um, I repeated most of what I said verbatim. It was almost more like acting. Yeah, it was the script writers really had us tonight. Um, like I, like <laughs> I said earlier, though, join the March Madness pool. Twenty dollar entry Vemo at George Brandt. What first place gets eighty percent? Second place gets twenty. Um, You're skimming a little up the top. Winner gets uh, we're not skimming any, but wink, wink. Um, but winner also gets to come on the pod and talk whatever sports they want to talk. Share it with your friends. So Doesn't anyone. have to be sports. Doesn't have to be sports, but just can't get us canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Any- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and George might not say anything the entire time. <laughs> I, I'm not. I've been quiet ever since my, my mishap. <laughs> my weird I joke <laughs> i can't wait to edit this one <laughs> i think just a nice long beep like i think that would uh that would do the trick just fine it's always the way to do it we just hurt all of our listeners ears um but yeah i don't know fellas this was this was an interesting one i'll say that yeah 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 sorry <laughs> sorry everyone no I, i'm sorry to you guys i i i especially you sean i i feel very bad yeah definitely don't apologize to me i don't deserve it as you're gonna be uh up at god i don't know how long it takes you but it's 9 30 now i don't know if you're gonna try to get it out tonight but we'll see we'll see what the interns are up to we'll see what yeah. we can do <laughs> need some interns all right fellas have a lovely evening See, oh, does anybody know like a woo, a mong woo or something? Somebody join the uh, hold on. What was that? No, no, no. Somebody join the thing. Oh, Will Mong. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay, well, Will Mong joined but didn't Venmo. So I don't know who Will Mong is. <laughs> Wait, do you know Will Mong, Sean? I don't, but I sent it out to some people. And again, if you if you just don't pay them, we just kick out your bracket. By yeah, them. yeah, no. But I'd like to, because like a lot of people have joined and not paid. So I'd like to okay, at least be able to text them and say, hey, do you want to... Like when the time yeah. comes around, because I there will be a lot of people. I I have a sheet, like an Excel sheet in our Google Docs of who is paid and who is joined. Um, I haven't even paid yet. So good night, people. Well, I'm not too concerned about you guys. It's more about like what the I, will I of the world. No, no, the Mung Wu. Yeah, the, the Mung Wu.
<laughs> All right. was trying to pull a quickie on us. All right. All right. All right. See you guys. Right, bye. <laughs>